0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Ravens Week. Map of alongside Sal Capaccio sideline reporter for the Buffalo bills and WGR bills beat reporter. I'm with channel seven in Buffalo. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of it's always game day in Buffalo. Sal, this is our first midweek podcast following a loss. We haven't mm-hmm. had to do that yet. I know the sky was falling on Sunday after we recorded the podcast for the bills lost to the dolphins, a couple days removed from that. Now, what does it feel like? Does it feel like Western New York bills, fans everywhere have finally calmed down a little bit. Most of them. Right. I mean, I think you still
0: got some that are out there kind of still kind of gnashing their teeth a little bit. It was the dolphins. We talked about how much that rivalry means to so many fans. And I still think you got a lot of fans out there very upset about what happened. Still talking about, you know, Maybe making excuses. I say, no, no, not excuses. But there were some yep. factors with the weather and the injuries, of course, like that. You know, this podcast is called "It's Always Game Day in Buffalo," and honestly, I was just thinking, it truly is like always Game Day in Buffalo soon with the Sabers starting and the Bills going on. Right? I mean, you're going to have so much. I think this is the kind of the one of the best times here. I think October might be my favorite sports month of the year, because everything kind of start starts up. And then in November might even top that because then you have college basketball and the NBA as well, really get going. So uh, this is a great time of year that we're rolling into Matt. And it is always game day. And this is a big week this week to take on the Ravens, another AFC team. But yeah, to answer your question, I think most fans have kind of turned the page and that's what you have to do, right? mean it's week three, you have another big game coming up. You can't dwell on what happened in
1: Miami. Can we circle back really quickly? I want to, before, I love ranking things. People who yeah. know me know that. I love that. Give me your favorite month and your least favorite month of the year.
0: Hmm. Okay. My favorite month of the year is, you know what? I think it might be September.
1: Okay. that's a very, I mean, that's a very respectable answer. It's um. It football starts.
0: My son goes back to school, so he pops <laughs> out a little bit. Um, and the weather's still really good. It's not too hot. It's nice. It's warm. I think September might be, I think without a doubt, my least favorite month is February. Uh, it 100%. is just, I just, we're it's cold. You can get freezing temperatures, snow. And I will tell you though, I mean now, but the bills may be playing into February. That'd be great. But generally the bill season is over by then. So yeah, you're, you're in the middle of kind of a hockey season basketball I you know ending the season is great I love college basketball but it's the weather more than anything and just being like come on can we just get past this I need to get to March when I get to March I feel like mentally Matt we've kind of cleared the hurdle and it's home free even though that's not usually the case
1: okay so I very much respect both of your answers I think for me I'm going to start with my least favorite month and this is a little bit probably more controversial than your pick my least favorite month is March not February, because I feel like February just leading up to the Super Bowl kind of gets you halfway through the month. And then after that, you're like, okay, whatever. The rest of the month kind of goes by fast. I think March drags and everybody's like, well, March madness, March madness.
0: How could you you be a? Say March, if you're a college basketball fan, in any respect,
1: I'm not a really big college basketball fan. And also March madness doesn't really start until the end of March. So those first like three weeks of March, I have no interest whatsoever. And this is going to like, probably make people mad. I don't care about the insert conference name here tournament, unless I'm covering it. Well, you see,
0: that is those, those conference tournaments start the first week of March, like the lower, lower levels. And then the second week is the other ones. Then the third week is the big ones, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
1: I get like, it. But I love those. Like I'm not throwing on the sec conference basketball tournament. There's, there's really no reason oh. that I would watch it, None whatsoever. And you went big time. You didn't even say like, I'm not throwing on the, you know i'm in
0: southwest missouri valley conference tournament no and
1: that's and that's what i mean like that's what i'm going right to the top cuz it's like yeah when UB goes to the mac tournament and we're there covering it that's a big deal Man. but like i i just i just don't care I, I just buttons. okay and then my favorite is november and i know okay. we're teetering on some kind of bad weather in november sometimes i'm a big holidays guy yeah i like love it. the love love the fact that in november we have NFL football, we have NHL hockey, we have NBA basketball, we have college football still, we've got the holidays. By November, I think I can throw on Christmas music. I'm a big Christmas music guy. Like midway through November, love Thanksgiving, probably my favorite holiday. So yeah, for me, I think November takes the cake. I'm a big fall guy, as I've talked about though on the podcast. Like my favorite time of the year is from September until the day after Christmas. And then after that kind of stinks for like four months.
0: Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on a lot of that. I can't get with you on the whole March thing just because of March madness. I, I love it too much. Well, when the bills play against the Ravens, it's going to be October, right? I mean, yep. the, the calendar will have turned to October and we are in the fourth week of the year. I generally say, Matt, you kind of don't know who the team really is till after four weeks. And even then mm-hmm. like, it changes. I think the first four weeks are kind of a feeling out period in the NFL. Who are the bills after three weeks right now? Who are the bills? Are they the team you thought they'd be? Are they anybody different? The
1: Bills are the best team in football. Still, That's what I think. I Mm -hmm. still think that after the loss, I know that a lot of people are maybe turned off or they've lowered their expectations a little bit, but I don't think they should be. We talked a lot on the last episode about the difference between kind of like excuses and factors of how they lost. You said it very eloquently. Reasons. Reasons. Reasons and excuses. Like, okay, so that's, I think as I've had time to kind of reflect on what happened, I'm even more convinced of how good of a team they are based on, I think the dolphins are good. Like I I legitimately think the dolphins, you can make the argument are a top five team in the NFL right now. No questions asked. Some people think they're the best team in the NFL right now. I wouldn't go there yet, but I think the dolphins are a top five team in the league. And I think the bills hung with them on a day when they probably had no business hanging with them and still almost won the game. And I just think back to all of the mistakes that the bills made all of the self-inflicted wounds. And I just don't think they're going to do that very often. I think they're they're not perfect. I said they're the best team in the league. I still think they could even lose this weekend, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. But I think when I say best team in the league, I don't necessarily mean like, Right now, week four, they're the best team in the league. When I say best team in the league, I'm like, I think that team has the best chance at winning the Super Bowl. And that's still how I feel about the Bills after three games and heading into the fourth week. And you said, you know, you really can't tell a team after four, you know, until you get to the four-week part. For me, I always like to kind of look at the schedule in quarters, you know, with – Four ga- and it was easier when it was 16 games. Now that it's seven games, I'll say maybe make the last one five games. So it's four games, four games, four games, and then five games. So I think at worst, they're 500 through a really, really tough stretch of their schedule at best. They're three and one, which I think most fans would have probably signed up for before the season even started. I know they win the first two games and people are like, Oh, this, they're going to win every game. They're not losing to Miami, but If we didn't know how the games played out and you told Bill's fans four weeks ago, they're going to be three and one after the Ravens game. I would think most fans would sign up for that.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that the seven games going through the next several, right, you got three down so far and then you have the Ravens, the Steelers, the Chiefs and the Packers. The first seven games for everybody were like. Hey, when the schedule came out, Matt, it was like, these are really tough seven games. If they go five and two, will be, I think that's a win, right? If they go five and two, I'll take it. Look at the rest of the schedule. They're still on track. They can do that. The problem is nobody really banked on them losing at Miami when that happened, right? So when you win the first two, okay, great. Like we're yeah. Five and two looks good. I think even four and three, some people be like, yeah, you can't really do that, but you could kind of see it. The, the problem is losing to Miami because if you lose to LA and then you beat the Tennessee and Miami in your two and one. It's like, okay, I get it. You lose the Tennessee even. Yeah. Tough to take at home Monday night, but they were the number one seed. You lost to Miami. And now on the heels of that, you got the Ravens coming up. And I think that's what gives people a little bit of angst, which is um, how they might feel a little bit differently about this team. Not only that they lost, but how they lost making some of the critical mistakes that they lost. I agree with you. I still think, you know, money line, betting line, I would bet the bills over any team to win the Super Bowl. I think that the best roster top to bottom. And I think this is kind of what you're saying, but I'll say it this way: I think the Miami game actually it didn't expose them in any way. It actually strengthened what I believe is the best depth in the league. I think for them to roll out there, some of the people they had to roll out there. And I understand Jaquan Johnson and Tamar Hamlin gave up a third and twenty-two, but you're talking about Jaquan Johnson in his second ever NFL start, Tamar Hamlin in his first ever NFL start. Jamarcus Ingram in his NFL debut, taking over for Christian Benford, Kyer Elam in his first NFL start, a third string center. Who's normally a practice squad guard having to play center, Tommy Doyle, having to go in and play guard. Who has never done it his career finishes the game in a torn ACL. They still had 500 yards of offense. To me, it just strengthens the notion that they have the best roster in
1: the league. I agree with that. And I think that it's going to be put to the test in the short term. And it's actually something that I talked a little bit to Ed Oliver about after practice on Wednesday, we're recording this. So everybody knows on Wednesday night, we went over to Ed Oliver and we're like, Hey, how you doing? And he's like, well, you know, I'm doing much better. I feel better. I feel like I'm making strides. And he was talking about how, frustrating it's been because he hasn't really missed time, significant time in the NFL since he turned pro to be on the sidelines. But one of the things that he got asked, it might've even been by me. I kind of forgot, but it was like the fact that it's early in the year, is that make it easier to swallow because you know, you're going to be there and ready to go for the really important games, or is it make it more frustrating because the season has just started and you want to, you know, kick your team off on a positive note. And he was like, well, it was a little bit of both, but I really have been thinking a lot about, you know what, like I trust my team to get through this part and I'll be back when they really, really need me. And I think that that's kind of how I feel about the entire roster. It's like, yeah. They have some depth. They've been put to the test now. You know, they go out, they sign Xavier Rhodes, like they're making these moves. Well they might have a luxury of even more depth as we get through the next four or five weeks. I mean, look at the corner position where it was the questions we had about it before the season and then projects a couple weeks down the road, knowing now what Christian Benford is once he's ready to come back from his hand injury, knowing that they've signed Rhodes, knowing what we know about Elam now. And then Dane Jackson looks like he's going to be back in at least a couple weeks. And then you're going to have Tredavious white And all of a sudden this position where you were really, really concerned, concerned, Concerned about. Now you have your normal starter, Trey White. You have a plethora of options between Jackson, Benford, Rhodes, and Elam. And then you have all the other guys playing as depth roles. So, like, that's one particular position where I just say, like, yeah, the depth really is impressive. Losing Micah is certainly a, a big hill obstacle they've got to overcome. But I would say that I was fairly impressed with Johnson and Hamlin in their first game. I wasn't overly impressed and I wasn't unimpressed. I was just kind of what I expected. If they don't give up the third and 22, are you much more impressed? Doesn't that take away some of that? Well, I think I would say I'm much more impressed maybe if they won the game just because knowing that that was kind of the backbreaker that ended up costing them the game. So yes, I would have definitely been more impressed, but it is still, it's tough when you say take out one play because that one play ultimately, I think kind of cost them the game or it's one of the, one of the plays that cost them the game, not the singular one.
0: Well, they do have the Ravens on Sunday in Baltimore, and there's a lot of things to get to on this game. So we'll do that next because we got to talk about the weather, the injuries stopping Lamar Jackson. So let's get to the Baltimore Ravens. The Buffalo Bills are taking them out on Sunday at 1 p.m. in Baltimore.